Hey Fantasy Freaks, this is your leader Christian Michael. Today is Tuesday, October 9th. Um, today's episode, I just wanted to go through the stats of last week and um, do some of my trade for, trade away, um, and then just some news. Um, let's start with that. Um, kind of devastating to hear that Jayajaya tore his Achilles. It's kind of came out of nowhere. You're thinking, all right, the guy's got a bad knee that that's why he slipped so far in the draft. Um, and then you hear that he has a fractured back. So when I saw that he was out, I figured it was one of those things, but then they say he tore an Achilles and that's rough. Um, a lot of times with those injuries, they say that you overcomp over, uh, compensate with the rest of your body. And it's, um, it's just one of those things where you got to be healthy to play in this league and it's hard at that position. Um, so look forward to seeing Ajayi in the future. Hopefully he can just get healthy, use this season to get healthy because he hasn't had a break since he got into the league, um, to do that. So let's hope that, that happens. Um, I would say in lieu of that target Corey Clement first. And then Wendell Smallwood, um, we don't know who's going to get the majority of the work, but depth chart-wise, Corey Clement was higher on the list, and um, but Smallwood could also uh, get the first and second down work, but um, definitely target one of those. You're only going to get one of them. Corey Clement is probably owned in most leagues. Um, a couple of other... N- pieces of news um target Jameis Winston he's um he came back and played last week or two weeks ago I should say and not really much to say he was replacing Ryan Fitzpatrick um I think he is going to be really good this season I have him as a top 12 quarterback definitely um he's got a different kind of rapport with his tight ends there Um, But as we know, O.J. Howard is out right now. But regardless, add Cameron Bray if you need some help at the tight end position. He's just got a different rapport with Jameis. I don't know what it is, but Fitzpatrick likes Deshaun Jackson and um, O.J. Howard a whole lot more than Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston tends to focus on Cameron Bray. um, And I think... I think Mike Evans will be fine. Um, Chris Godwin remains to be seen. Might be a safe stash to grab him and see how he's going to do with Jameis. Jameis was the best quarterback in the preseason. And he was the best quarterback in the last five weeks last year. So he's got that kind of potential to change your lineup. So add him if you need help. Um, A couple of other tight ends if you're struggling. This year pretty much everybody who... Oh, doesn't have one of maybe three guys is struggling at the position at Austin Hooper. He had something like 12 targets last week. Uh, that's the kind of, that's kind of usage you want out of your tight end. Um, also pick up David Njoku if you can. Um, he's going to be good. He's a, he's a tight end one and he's going to be good. Uh, I think this week he had six for 69. He's going to be good going forward. Um, Moving on from that, uh, Leonard Fournette looks like that aggravating hamstring injury is 
still bugging him and he's not able to explode the way that he wants. And so TJ Yeldon is going to start again. He had a great week last week and um, he's kind of one of those three down guys that you really, really want. There's not a whole lot of guys other in the league other than maybe David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott, Todd Gurley um, that do the three down work. Um, and TJ Yeldon, he's he's going forward. He's an RB1, in my opinion. Um, but that's only going to be until Leonard Fournette gets back. And um, a lot of his third down work was being taken by Corey Grant, which uh, he's out. He's on IR with the Liz Frank injury. So um, they went out and so- signed Jamal Charles. But it looks like it's going to be TJ Yeldon going forward here. Uh, for a team with a good offensive line that likes to pound the rock. So if you are able to get TJ Yeldon, get him and use him. Um, he's going to be pretty much a handcuff um, when Leonard Fournette gets back. Uh, other ads, um, look at Kiki Cootie. He, um, I don't, I think that's the way you say his name. They say Cutie uh, on TV, but Kiki Cutie of the Houston Texans. Uh, He's the real deal. There was rave rave reviews in the uh, preseason about him at camp that just said he's a stud and he's he was was coming off of an injury so nobody knew um, if he would be able to get into this offense but it looks like he has. um, I would definitely add him and play him if Will Fuller isn't playing. But wait a couple weeks to see if he still has the same production with Fuller in. Um, add Marquez Valdez Scantling. He's a big body receiver for Green Bay. And with Cobb out and with uh, the other guys hobbled and working on concussion protocol, Scantling um, showed a little bit this weekend. Uh, but I don't think anybody went from dud to stud the way Robbie Anderson did this last weekend. He was like being targeted like once a game by Darnold. But I think they said, hey, you know, we got one of the best deep ball guys in the league here. Let's get him the ball. Quincy Anunua can only do so much. Terrell Pryor's not showing up. Um, They just don't have a whole lot of offensive firepower outside of their backfield. Um, But it looks like Robbie Anderson and... Sam Darnold are, are building a rapport, so definitely keep an eye on that. He was probably dropped in most leagues because he was so awful uh, the first couple weeks. But you can't really blame the guy. He wasn't getting the looks. Um, Darnold really just looks down Quincy Anunua. And Anunua, zero receptions for zero yards this week. So it looks like the game plan is shifting. Um, so keep an eye on that. So let's go to our stars of the week. Um, I'm just going to name a few guys and their stats, and we'll keep an eye on them in the rankings um, going forward. James Conner had a great day, uh, 30.5 points in a standard, 110 yards, two touchdowns, and then four catches for 75 yards. He's Pittsburgh's better when Conner's running the ball. What, um, and they keep him honest. I mean, there's some of those games where they just pass every single play, and it's like, it's just, it, it's ridiculous. We know that you have these star receivers, and um, it seems like they have six or seven guys who could start on any other team, but you got to keep the defense honest and run the ball, and they did that well this week, and they really, 
put some points on the board. Um, second, Isaiah Crowell. Who saw that coming? Um, he had a pretty good week against Cleveland, his former team, you know, when he wiped his butt with a ball. Um, but then he had like a couple carries for two yards. So he's so inconsistent up and down. And Bilal Powell gets the majority of the work there. So while he's a star this week, don't don't expect that going forward out of Isaiah Crowell. Um, he had 219 rushing yards and a touchdown for 29.1 yards in a standard league. Um, but later he's going to be on my trade away. You got to trade these guys while they're on their high and while people in the league um, are desperate for that kind of those kind of points they're chasing points and but you have to look at the usage and Bilal Powell is used way more he gets way more uh, amount of snaps and uh, Crowell had a I think he had a 75 yarder and something like a 60 yarder so um, while that's awesome uh, you can't expect that to happen every week Um, moving on Saquon Barkley 48 yards and two scores Um, the Giants are kind of a mess I'm hoping that o- Odell Beckham and Eli can weather this storm that they're having. OBJ kind of did this to himself, and he had the, an interview um, with Lil Wayne, the rapper, and he really just threw everybody under the bus and didn't really say much about how he needs to improve and how he needs to carry the team. So uh, that pissed off his coach, Pat Shermer, and... Uh, you just don't know in the locker room like what's going on if these teams fall apart in the locker room um but when you when you look up and you're like oh we're one and four now uh and then you hear one of your star players is throwing everybody under the bus it just doesn't help team camaraderie um so next Gurley. uh while for Gurley, he didn't really have that great of a day 77 yards rushing he had three scores so that's gonna help uh really solidify you at the top there but um the Rams I think this week I think that they're going to lean on Gurley more because Cup and Cooks both got uh some pretty severe concussions in that game and we'll we'll see if they're they can pass protocol but I don't know um the return of Mark Ingram that was fun unless you're an Alvin Kamara uh owner um he had 53 yards and two scores and received more work than Alvin Kamara did, which is doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, I know this game was about Drew Brees um, and being the all-time pass leader, uh, passing yards leader, but, I mean, Alvin Kamara is one of the most talented guys we've seen in the last few years, uh, just pure talent-wise, and to have him only touch the ball nine times is silly. Like, that guy should touch the ball 25, 25 times a game. Um, next, David Johnson had 55 yards and two scores. Uh, finally, he's been mediocre. I had him ranked as my number two overall running back, and he's really disappointed. But, I mean, can you blame him? That offense is so terrible. Like, Arizona is going to be picking in the first couple picks next year. <laughs> Um, Devontae Adams had a hell of a day. Nine catches for 140 yards and a touchdown. That's 20 points in a standard. Uh, he's dealing with a calf issue. I'm not sure what's going on in Green Bay, but 
they're losing games and gosh fire the freaking kicker like are you serious i don't care if it's mason crosby the dude is in his head so far like he needs to be gone from the league permanently after last week that was silly he missed five field goals and it wasn't really even like mechanically like the dude was in his own head he he could probably hit the crossbar easily more easily than he could go through the uprights that's just how much he was in his own head um and it's like it's obvious to everyone that Aaron Jones is the best back by far there but Jamal Williams continues to get a split with Aaron Jones in the backfield and really I know McCarthy says that Aaron Jones can pass block as well but you have to run the ball and Jamal Williams cannot do that I understand bringing in Williams maybe on third down if you need him to do pass blocking but Aaron Jones I he he can't be that terrible of pass blocking put him out there give him the opportunity the guy doubles yardage with half the amount of carries and touches that Jamal Williams gets so I don't really get what's going on in Green Bay Rodgers is frustrated as he should be I mean it's garbage to lose that way when you miss four field goals and an extra point like come on do your job kicker um antonio brown looks like uh kind of the definition of the uh, squeaky wheel gets the grease because he was bitching and moaning that what did he say our wi-fi was not connected he said me and ben are like wi-fi and sometimes we just don't connect um the truth is, in the first four games, he was just looking at Juju Smith-Schuster more often. The thing is, Antonio gets that coverage over the top, and he's getting doubled, and Ben's just like, I'll just give it to Juju. Juju is equally as explosive. He's not as good as a wide receiver, but he can make plays happen, and he was getting tons of targets. He was averaging like 15 targets per game, but... This game, I think he had three or four targets, and Antonio Brown uh, ended up with two touchdowns and 101 yards for 22 points, uh, fantasy points, and uh, they just looked, they look like they're back, and they're getting Le'Veon here in a week or two back, and they, I hope that they can play on all cylinders their defense isn't as good as they are with Ryan Shazier but what can you do dude almost broke his neck and a half all right well that's um that's all for the stars of the week I'm gonna move into a new segment um that's trade for and trade away um this is there's a lot of different strategies that go into this but one of my strategies is if you're not doing well and you seriously need to inject some energy and some points into your lineup. Um, like in one of my leagues right now, I'm the defending champion and I started off one and four and I'm just awful. And I need to inject points to save my season. I, I need to at least make a push to try to get in that sixth slot for the playoffs, even though it's looking pretty bleak. But um, it's important to 
look at the usage of guys and see anomalies that they have like a couple guys on this list like Isaiah Crowell and Demarius Thomas, Kenyon Drake, LaShawn McCoy. They had they've had awful seasons and they had a good week and if you can shop them now and receive something that's a little bit more consistent and uh, better for your team. I mean, if you're starting Isaiah Crowell and there's weeks where he scores zero and you might put him on the bench and then he scores 30, that's just not the consistency that you want. You want a guy that you can plug in every week and you know that they are going to add value to your team. You can't go wild card with fantasy football. It's just stupid and it doesn't work. So those are like Kenyon Drake. Um, Frank Gore is getting more work than him right now. Um, this last week, he received seven looks out of the backfield uh, pass-wise, and he performed, and he did well. I think he got 17.5 points PPR. Um, but he's scored under six points every game before that. So I would try to sell him, package him up, maybe to a Dolphins fan or somebody who needs some serious firepower at the running back position and maybe try to get somebody more consistent like a carry on Johnson. Um, that's one of my trade four guys. Uh, here's my five trade four guys. Tyreek Hill. He's had a couple bad weeks in a row, but he's a dynamic athlete and he had some tough matchups, but he's going to be one of those guys that can, I mean, he can put up six or seven points, at his floor, but his ceiling, he, he could put up 45 points at his ceiling. Uh, I don't even want to say 45 because he could put up 60 if he wanted to. He got enough look. Josh Gordon is on my trade four list. Um, we saw that Tom Brady trusts to throw the ball up into the sky and that this huge human being will come down with it. Um, in my opinion, I don't think he's grasped the offense yet. I think they're kind of putting him in that Randy Moss role, like, hey, bro, go deep, Tom throw ball to you, sort of thing. It's not, um, we know that Patriots run choice routes and that it's very difficult to comprehend their scheme in a couple weeks, but I look for them to incorporate him more, especially how bad Gronk's been. Gronk has been bad. I don't know if this is the end of his career or what, but he has not done well at all. Normally, what you get with Gronk is a ton of output and then he gets injured but he's been on the field every game this year and he's just not been that guy so look for Gordon to be a goal line type of guy um next I have carry on Johnson dang LeGarrette Blunt is really a touchdown vulture but he he's always been that way in his career carry on is getting the majority of carries there in Detroit and he's shining. He's the best back there, and I think that he's going to continue to do well. Um, so trade for carry on Johnson. He could be a league winner this year. And my last one is Royce Freeman. He um, He's a total stud. Um, Philip Lindsay definitely is a good player, but I, I look for Royce to be getting more of the lion's share of work there in Denver as they the season goes on. Um so those are kind of a couple of my strategies to do. So trade these guys away. Um, and then in, uh, um, on the other hand, trade four guys 
who have been really, really consistent, but had a bad week. Um, nobody comes off the top of my head right now, but, um, you know, do that. There's strategies. You, you, you don't, you got to put feelers out to see how other teams are feeling like in my league that I'm one and four at, um, I'm good at all, all the rest of my leagues. I'm doing great, but this league has been going on for like 10 years and it's super competitive and I just happen um, to have Marshawn, I started Marshawn Lynch this last week, and while I had good games from everyone else, Marshawn had like four, four or five points, and they're down there at the one-yard line, and they do a play-action pass and throw a pick. I'm like, give it to Marshawn at the one. What are you doing? So it's super, super ridiculous, but um, like in that league, People are sending me crazy tra- trades because they know I'm desperate to try to make the playoffs. It's just the way things go sometimes, guys. Like, I'm probably the fifth or sixth best team in this league, but my points against are ridiculous. Like, no other team has been scored on by at least 100 points. I think my points against is like 470 and then second closest is 360 so teams are just like five weeks in a row I've just been killed by these teams that are normally putting up 60 or 70 points and they go off for 120 against me so it happens sometimes in fantasy sports guys you just gotta realize that and you gotta grind and you gotta trade and you gotta do your research sign guys Um, on the waiver wire, get rid of guys like in this league, I drafted Chris Hogan and he did nothing for me. It looked so promising. Um, there was not a lot of guys, you know, Edelman out, Gronk being doubled. Patterson was really the only guy, Corderell Patterson. I'm going, Chris Hogan's going to have a year and he's just been a dud. And that just happens sometimes guys. So, um, so Pull yourself up, buy your bootstraps, and do what you got to do. Don't throw your season. Try to make the playoffs in all your leagues, but um, sometimes it's just not not your year. Um, and that, that's probably the case for me this year, but I'm going to try to hustle and hope that things happen and work in my favor and maybe some injuries happen for other teams and I can squeak into the playoffs and try to pull off a miracle. But if not, there's always next year. All right. Well, um, I'm not going to post a video before the uh, a video or a podcast uh, before the Thursday game. Instead, I'm going to um, put out a few things on my Instagram. So definitely follow me on Instagram. It's the fantasy football freak. Um, keep listening. And um, we're going to do a couple segments. I definitely want to give away this jersey um i just have i need to come up with an idea on a contest um so maybe it'll be something like if you go and you like five posts on my instagram i'll put you in the drawing for the eric berry signed jsa authenticated chiefs jersey um, I have a few other ones. I have a Tyreek Hill signed football. Um, and everything is from Pristine Auction. It's such a great site. Um, but 
I definitely want to do something like that for my listeners um, as I'm trying to build this program going forward. So um, I appreciate the listen and the follows. Um, Have fun and grind away. And this this right now is the time in fantasy football where you got to stack your wins. You have to be looking at the playoffs right now and get those consistent players and make your push because it's no longer the beginning of the season. I mean, we're a third of the way through the season. It's week six, guys. So um, definitely keep that momentum going forward. And then most leagues are going to have their playoffs week 16 or 17. So keep grinding and don't give up. Um, Enjoy Thursday's game and listen for my next podcast. Thanks, guys.